Welcome to another episode of Unsolicited with Tandega, and I am your host, Tandega. First of all, I just want to thank you guys for listening to my first episode. I want to thank you guys for sharing. I want to thank you guys for being so so receptive towards towards what I was talking about. I want to thank you for the positive comment. I didn't expect you guys to engage with me as much as you did. So truly, truly, I'm truly blessed and honored and I appreciate every single one of you. So today I'm going to keep it short and snappy and I hope you enjoy it. We're going to be talking about how your thoughts are your reality. That you are your thoughts. Now what does this mean? You know all the time we're always saying that this is my reality and stuff like that. Do we really understand that statement? Do we really understand what reality is? I don't think so. So we're going to start by defining what reality is. Reality is a state of things as they actually exist. As opposed to an idealistic or notional idea of them. It's a thing that is actually experienced or seen. Especially when this is unpleasant. A thing that exists, in fact, having previously only existed in one's mind. Nah, that's the first definition. The second definition, my favorite, is the state or quality of having existence or substance. Existence that is absolute, self-sufficient or objective and not subject to human decisions or conventions. Now, this is the one that I personally ascribe to. But more often than not, we all find ourselves stuck in the first definition. The one that speaks of how, of a thing that exists, in fact, having previously only existed in one's mind. So the whole point of today's episode is to help us or to transform us or enable us to start Describing to start living in a way that falls into the second definition of having of a reality that is absolute, that is self-sufficient, that is objective and not subject to human decisions or conventions. Yes. Now, everything starts in the mind. How you see yourself, how you perceive yourself your dreams, how you turn them to reality, it all starts in the mind. How beautiful is that? I think that's really cool. Now, I know all of us have heard the saying that uh, you need to speak things into existence, that you must speak things into existence. What does this mean? You know, this phrase has an element of, of thinking. You know, it starts with thinking. So it's actually, you think something, you speak it and then you act it on because honestly you can't speak about something that you haven't thought about right right i know (laughs) so what you perceive in your mind is exactly what you're going to act on what you perceive in your mind is your thinking and you're gonna cause your thinking and your thinking is going to be what you speak about. And what you speak about is how is what you're going to act out. Hence, going back to speaking things 
into existence so you're actually thinking things into existence when you look at um, well for those who who read this famous book called secrets um, it actually says when it speaks about the law of attraction I think we're all familiar with that the law of attraction is the law of nature that's what it says it's an it's a it's as partial as the law of gravity Nothing can come into experience unless you summon it through persistent thoughts. Nothing can come into your experience unless you summon it through your persistent thoughts. I think this book is agreeing with what I'm saying. That you need to think something. You need your thoughts are what's going to turn things into your reality. Because your experience, it is your reality at that particular point. So I want to ask you today. What are you turning into your reality? What thoughts are you turning into your reality? Are you intentional about your thoughts? Are you intentional about what you are creating as your reality? What are you choosing your reality to be today? Um, so I want us to move to, to the Bible. But before we do that, I just want to like give this... I don't know if you call it example or what, but something that I know we can all relate to. Like, when you wake up in the morning and decide that you're going to be effective today, chances are, well, 90% of the time, you're going to be effective. And it's usually a time when, like, we're under pressure, like school and stuff like that. So you tell yourself, oh, work, for those who are working. So you tell yourself that, no, I have a lot to do today. I'm going to be effective. And you get on with your day. You make sure that you achieve that. Why is it that we only wire our mind positively to achieve the things that we want only under pressure? Why is it so? You see how we turn our thoughts into a reality? So what I'm trying to tell you essentially is that we need to get to a point whereby we don't need to be driven in order to have thoughts that produce a positive reality. What would happen if we got up every single morning and not wait on pressure to turn our lives into a beautiful story or a beautiful reality that we want it to be? What would happen if you wake up in the morning and decide, no, I'm going to have a beautiful day. No, I'm going to have a positive day. Don't you think that you you would have exactly that? I think you would. To a point whereby even if it's like a gloomy, gloomy, rainy, rainy day and you're not one with that weather. If you chose that you're going to have a positive day, you will see the positive in that. And darling, that has a great impact on your mental health. Because you are choosing to be positive. So now back to the Bible. I want us to go to the Bible because as Isaiah 48 states that as yes, grass withers and flowers fade, but the word of our God endures forever. Meaning that the same Bible that was relevant 2000 years ago is the same word that is relevant today. The same obstacle the, tr- the obstacles okay let me not say same because 
we're not facing those obstacles right now we're not battling with the egyptians we have our own egyptians but the obstacles trials and tribulations that that the people of god were facing two thousand years ago they were able to overcome them with the same bible that is still relevant to us that we can use for our own obstacles trials and tribulations today hence we are going to relate with the bible today when you look at matthew 8 verse 13 it says that it shall be done for you as you have believed why does it say that for you to believe something Believing has to do with thinking, has to do with your thoughts. You need to wire your thoughts and to assenting to something that something will come to reality. In fact, I'm, th- I'm, I'm speaking about faith for those who are on my wavelength, right? It says again, I'll repeat it. It shall be done for you as you have believed. That if you wire your thoughts into believing or assenting that a particular thing will happen, exactly that will happen this goes back to your thoughts are your reality the bible is agreeing with us and the second phrase that i said was you are your thoughts when you look at matthews 8 13 it says that it shall be done for you as you have believed oh no that's the one that i was saying when you look at proverbs 23 verse 7 it says that for as he which is a person thinks in his heart, so is he. You are what you think. So if you tell yourself that, no, I'm ugly, no, this and this and this and that, this and this and this and that, you are wiring your mind to think exactly that. And that's exactly what you're going to see. But if you wake up in the morning, okay, I know it seems like I'm a morning person now, but if you wake up in the morning, you look yourself in the mirror and you're like, well, darling, darling, I'm beautiful, I'm pretty, I'm powerful, I'm intelligent, I'm this and that. You're wiring your mind and to believing and acting out exactly that. Like even the earth and the world catches on that wavelength and it starts reciprocating that energy, you know. Get the, you get the vibes right mm-hmm. so another typical example well let me not say typical it might not be typical to other people but the happiest book in the bible was written by paul and he wrote of these books in prison he wrote them in a place of desperation agony and just pain you know but from that place, he produced the happiest book in the Bible. What does this mean? Paul did not let his circumstances define his reality. Paul did not let his circumstances define his reality. He did not dwell on the fact that he's in prison, the fact that he's in a place of desperation, agony and whatnot. He didn't let that define his reality because had he dwelled on them he wouldn't be this Paul that we know today I mean we don't see Paul as the prisoner but we see Paul as the apostle who's full of wisdom and all of that 
So what I'm saying to you is that don't let your reality don't let your reality be defined by your circumstance. Don't let your depression, your anxiety, things that are happening in your life at this point in time, the circumstances define your reality. Don't let them define who you are. Because essentially your reality molds who you are. You get me. You get me. Yeah. Because I know it may be difficult. I know that you might be in a dark space right now. Emotionally, physically. But God is telling me to let you know that. Don't let that be your reality. Don't let that define your reality. That's not your reality. That's only temporary. And you're meant to come of that situation stronger and powerful. There's a verse in the Bible that says that. For every test that you go through is one that is normal to people and a god gives you the necessary strength um yeah the strength that you need to overcome that like god won't let you go through something that he knows that you won't overcome all right yes so if you have to manipulate your thoughts and to think positively and then do exactly that read a book be intentional about being positive be intentional about having a positive outlook on your life find things that will make you happier you know if it means jogging in the morning do exactly that because your real breakthrough is where your thoughts lie you know your breakthrough probably in your career your breakthrough in your schoolwork your breakthrough in maybe in a relationship or whatever it starts in your mind how you perceive it because what you perceive what's in your mind is exactly what you're going to bring out to become your reality because you can't have negative thoughts and expect to live a positive mind no 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 it doesn't work like that it's not positive and negative what not no 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 if you have positive thoughts you're gonna have a positive life so that's all that i have for you today and uh, a little recommendation that i will share with you is to check out the book by joyce mayer battlefield of the mind yeah this is a very good book that helps um especially with people who are dealing with uh anxiety doubt confusion anger and things like that like battles that you face in the mind it can help you to change your outlook and know how best to deal with these things all right i hope you enjoyed today's episode i hope it lifted your mood i hope it had a light bulb moment and a moment where you're able to introspect yourself and all the like okay so remember to spread positivity out there remember to be a ray of sunshine in someone's life today tomorrow and every other day i love you bye